of Bevo's Balls, a podcast where two avid Longhorn fans talk about UT sports from football to baseball and everything in between. I'm your host, Thomas, and as always joining me is James. How are you doing this morning, James? What's up, Tommy? I'm doing all right, man. I'm drinking this uh, energy drink. I think we all kind of had a long day and night last night, but, you know, we had good results and, you know, we're heading back to Omaha. I guess we'll touch on that more later, but yeah, I just want to start off real quick. Quick shout out to Adrian our first guest on the show. His uh, Sitting Pirates won their uh, fifth fifth state title, I believe. Uh, first since 2002 when he was a senior pitching there. Now he returns. He took a squad. They, uh, yeah, they brought back the state title sentence. So shout out to Adrian, uh, Longhorn legend. Congrats, guys. Yeah, it's great to see uh, see, see them win it. Um, so when we talked to them, it sounded like they had a pretty good squad and they were pretty confident that they were going to get there. So hopefully they can make it back to back with some of the younger guys they have. Yeah, they were loaded, man. They gave up like one run, I think, in like six rounds or something like that. It was dumb. So okay, it's yeah. crazy. So let's we'll move on to a little bit of UT sports. We're gonna start off with the softball team. Last time we left y'all, um, the girls were down five to zero against Oklahoma State in the elimination game, but they were able to make a crazy comeback, uh, crazy. Uh, they were getting a three-run bomb, and then they were able – Oklahoma State kind of just threw the ball away, and was able, the girls were able to win the game, um, which led us to go to the championship series for the very first time against Oklahoma. And we, all, we know how good Oklahoma is at softball. Um, the ladies fell short. They gave it – like, they left everything out on the field. Um, they did you know, we had a lead a couple times with, on OU, but OU is just a really good softball team. Yeah, man, they were one of the probably greatest softball teams of all time. I'm, I'm pretty sure they can go beat some baseball boys out there, man. Those girls were big. They were bad. But, yeah, it was a great comeback from Oklahoma State. I think it might have given us maybe one of the greatest softball pictures we ever have or kind of clips where Bella Dayton hits that ball. And uh, she's rounding the bases, and they make this throwing error, and she kind of slides into home plate, and she gets up, and she's, like, screaming. I'm like, yeah. they should put that on a wall somewhere. That was awesome. And she stayed hot all turning. But, um, yeah, we just ran into a buzzsaw, man. And I was hoping we could at least get one of them uh, from Oklahoma. But the first game just started off not too great, where, you know, Dulcini, uh, she didn't even last an inning, and then we had to get into the bullpen. And... Yeah, it was just one of those kind of things where you kind of have to give credit where credit's due, and those girls are just monsters, man. Yeah, Oklahoma was a good team. Um, they deserved to win it. I just think uh, you know, this is the right track for the softball for the Texas softball team. I think they'll be back in the women's World Series and our women's college World Series. So um, look forward to next year and seeing how well they can play next year. For sure, and it caps off, you know, Texas volleyballs. We talked about this before, but they're always there in the national championship picture, right? Basketball, Elite Eight, and now women's softball, um, you know, lost in the national championship finals. So, I mean, you know, hats off to those girls, man. They're killing it across the board. Yeah, for sure. The women's sports is definitely holding their own with the with the men's. We just we need a couple of the prime men's. 
uh, sports to step up, which I believe they will in the next year. Or so, so let's uh, we'll start talking about the team, you know, or the baseball team. Um, you know, we had a super regional out in Greensville, ECU. The big, the big thing everybody talked about every single minute of the game was ECU's never been to the College World Series, and Texas has been there half the time. That those, the announcers were so annoying. Yeah, they kept trying to set up that whole David versus Goliath thing and talk about the jungle, and you know, it, it was, it was, yeah, super annoying. I, I wish I could have, you know, turned it off and just listened to Craig Way, but you know, yeah, I, I'm, I'm glad it's over. Uh, like watching the watching the game, that that ballpark is small. It's so small. Like I don't I'm not really too sure how like it's even considered a ballpark. Like it just seems it's too small there. It's like a softball field, man. Like they had a picture of a what is it second? It was a I don't know. It was like Faltini, and they were like this guy believed. I don't know if you saw that one. It was like one single Texas fan in the middle of all that yeah. jungle. But it yeah. looked like it was like. 20, 30 feet of outfield. I'm like, how is this, a, a you know, college ballpark? But yeah, I mean, everything. If it if it was in the air and it had any kind of drive to it, man, the thing was gone. It was probably maybe four. I don't know how many total runs total were hit this weekend, but maybe four or five of those actually a, a bit a regular park. Um, yeah. And two of those were by Melendez. So. Yeah. So, yeah. so game one, you know, Texas comes out. And gets a two-run lead early in the top of the first. You're like, all right, cool. That's great for Pete, you know. But then ECU got it right back with three runs. Um, Pete didn't look like himself at all. Like he, you know, he asked him. He probably said this is his worst outing. You know, he only lasted four innings. Gave us seven hits, six runs, five earns, only got three strikeouts. You know, like Zane Moore. Like this is probably one of our worst games we played all year. I think. Um, Zane Moore, uh, Morehouse came in for two innings, gave up two hits, two earned. Luke Harrison only lasted a third. Jared only lasted two thirds. Stevens only lasted a third or uh, a, a third and gave up four runs. Nixon, Nixon gave up another run, and then LeBaron Johnson came in and kind of finished it out. But like to me, game one all comes down to the play in the outfield of Hutto. Yeah. yeah. Definitely the play now for Lujano. I mean, I do not understand. Uh, I, they kept saying that the, I guess we weren't there, but the, the atmosphere was pretty loud. You know, I, if you wasn't, if it wasn't about them making their first casual series, all you heard about was the jungle, the jungle, the jungle, the jungle. It looked like just a kind of a, a communication error between Kennedy and. Hodo, right? And then Hodo just kind of leaps in front of him and sticks his glove up. And it it was like Kennedy was camped out, like waiting yeah. to catch the ball. And it would have been a routine out. Inning never happens. Mm-hmm. But Hodo yeah. just, you know, and, and right before that at the plate, too, they talked about his uh, his vision, right? Like his vision not being affected. And then, yeah, it just hits yeah. his glove. Imagine Jose Canseco, but instead of a helmet, it's a glove. Yeah. So. It's, yeah, it was just crazy. I really think that was the changing point of that game because, yeah, that's a leadoff batter, but we got so leadoff batter, flop, uh, no, pop out, deep pop out. Okay, cool, whatever. It's a long out, no matter. That's all it is. And then we got the next guy out right away. But that, I, I don't think that inning happens. Mm-hmm. And Texas had such momentum coming back. You know, they were, you know, they were gaining uh, speed on or gaining on ECU. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Um, 
But yeah, so you know, Texas ended up dropping that game like 13 to seven. It looks bad, but I don't think it was as bad as it was. So yeah, I was kind of doom and gloom after that. I was really let down. It's hard to come back from a seven, you know, coming back like that and then just losing the way we did. And yeah. then they just kind of dropped those five in the bottom of the eighth, right, or seventh, I think. And yeah. uh, and then also to have your uh, to have the tying run on third base, you know, a sack fly to right field. You know, Ardwan's not the fastest runner in the world, but you I mean you kind of you got to send him in, and they don't. And the next inning, you know. It kind of we blow it. So yeah, I was kind of doom and gloom. But you know, again, kind of like the Texas Tech series, we lost this game in the most improbable way possible. Yeah. Like that doesn't happen again if uh, if you play a game a hundred times. So yep, on to game two. Yeah, so game two comes around. You know, Texas takes another two-run lead in the first inning, um, and then over the next five innings, ECU just puts together you know a, a good game, takes the lead to seven to two. You know, Lucas he didn't he looked he looked fine, um, but like he still he went, only went four innings. He gave it four runs and five strikeouts. Like he was able to kind of work in the beginning. He was able to work around a little bit. Um, Marcus came in for two innings and he kind of settled things down, only allowed one run. Then Luke came in, allowed another run. Tristan came in and got a walk. And then the pitcher of the game to me was Dre. You know, uh, Dre came in to kind of hold it. So before we get to Dre, like, you know, you had, we're down 7 2, and pretty much a lot of people are probably thinking, like, all right, well, it's the end of the season, you know. Texas has never come back from me now after the seventh inning. That was up there a hundred times as well. Eighty um, percent mm-hmm. of people who lose or win game one advance to college yeah. series, all that crap. Yeah. So and yeah. yeah. Well, so how did that unfold for you? Where were you at? What were you doing whenever Texas started mounting that rally? Um, I was. So I was luckily, like luckily enough, I was able to be off of work. And I was I down at the ranch and I just sitting there in the chair and not gonna lie I kind of dozed off a little bit and I woke up I woke up like I woke up on the messenger home run and I was like oh damn okay so like we're back in the game and then I saw the DC home run um, it was crazy like we we were texting earlier in the game and then like. I took that nap and I stopped texting and I was like, man, like I'm not going to text back anymore because <laughs> they seem to do pretty good when we don't. Like after, well, like we'll talk after the game, but during the game, yeah. like we'll leave it alone. But yeah, so I saw DC hit it, and then I saw everything else, and it was just, it was crazy. It was just a great. Yeah, we were walking around the mall in Houston, and we were like in Ladies Dillard's or something, and yeah, you know, Hodo goes deep. And I'm like, yeah, cool, whatever, and then. You see messenger come up and you, you you know he's due right so drives puts that drive into the ball and i'm like all right we're not leaving this store until this game's over so we had to just kind of walk in circles and yeah it was uh it was pretty awesome to make that comeback but you know we go up eight to seven and then um they answer immediately yeah it's like we like we can't catch a break i'm like this is exactly you know how we lose like sterling just puts a charge into that ball and 
tie ball game. But, you know, baseball gods are with us, and D.C. answers again, and with the uh, bases loaded, singles to re- walk off to right. So, you know, let us live to fight another day. I was kind of, you know, starting to get really sad. I'm like, damn, this is how we're going to go out. This is the last time I ever see Melendez, you know, take a cut in the Texas jersey and stuff. But, yeah, you know, it was probably the, one of the most, if not the most stressful game of the season, hands down, all year long. And then to go into the way what happened Sunday, you know, it was just this was not an easy series on your heart. Yeah. So, yeah. So the game was stressful, you know. So going back to Dre real quick, you know, he allowed, yeah, he gave up the home run to tie the game, but you know, he pitched really well, and that's really good for us to go into Omaha. Um, luckily, we were able to get DC to come, like bases loaded. DC got the got. I, if I was the guy in right field, I would have like if you dove for the ball, it doesn't matter. It's one, it's just one run wins the game. And I thought he, I thought the right fielder kind of gave up on it, but whatever. I'm glad he did. So we move into move into our game three, and the game is supposed to start at what three o'clock for us, and then we find, like I didn't even find out we we're in a lightning delay until like two fifty nine. Yeah. Okay, well, we're going to be in the light, lightning delay. All right, cool. So we're in that for an hour. So then we come out on the top of the fourth, and we put up a put up a four spot. Like, just like – or no, we, we, we put up a yeah. – we, we put up five in the second. We put up four yeah. in the first with the Melinda's three-run three home run, and then um, Messenger with a single gave us yeah. a fourth. And then we – so we had a runner on second – and then the delay happened, mm-hmm. and I think you know it was just constantly. You know, shout out to Zach Sims, friend of the show. We were texting him, kind of trying to find out what the deal was over there, and it was just some of the videos and stuff we saw were just pouring down. Like, how are they going to play this game? But yeah. I, you know, I kind of knew they were going to play it because I think if they were going to call it, they would have called it way earlier. And then kind of seeing how the Arkansas North Carolina game was playing out, like you know, same thing with the delay, go play the ball. Um, so yeah, it was just I think the best part of that whole delay was the memes on Twitter. It was pretty funny. Um, it was like my favorite one was uh, this delay won't last long, and it said it lasts this long, and it showed a picture of Austin Todd up there. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, you know we yeah. get the delay and we come back and you know we they get one back and kind of you know it looked like that uh, the reliever that came in came back with better stuff man. like he you know sat sat Ardman down and. Um, yeah, it wasn't looking too good for us. And they come out and they get a run right off the bat. And it's like, shit, here we go, right? They're going to scrap their way yeah. back to this one. And But, you know, we answered with five in the second, so. Yeah, Tristan, like, so we were both kind of surprised that Tristan got the start. Um, you know, and he, he, he was, that, I think that was probably his best game. I, I, maybe the Tennessee game, number-wise, was his best game. But emotional wise, needed wise, Texas wise, uh, Tristan, this is his best game. He went for six, six innings, 101 pitches, gave up five hits, one run, three walks, and five Ks. I think there's probably like at least two more Ks he should have had that, and take away a couple of those walks because that up was kind of wishy washy the whole night. Uh, but yeah, Tristan Stevens was just that's that's game three was him. I know we had we put up we put up plenty of runs for run support for him, which is great. Glad to see it. 
Uh, Faltini got another home run, and then Arwan got a home run in the ninth to make it even further. But Tristan Seals was the uh, was game three, and then you know Staley came in for two innings. Mm-hmm. He gave up a couple walks, but he got strikeouts. He got out of the jams, and then Southern came in for the inning and got this K. And you know, yeah. So the so those two in the bullpen, like that's like when, Tr- when Tristan left. That's when I was like, all right, this is when the game starts. Mm-hmm. Can our bullpen get us through ten runs? Yeah. And the the crowd, the jungle was quiet. The crowd was quiet. There was no real. There was like it wasn't like a game two or game one atmosphere. Those fans, I think, were completely shot of emotion. Probably drunk as drunk as everything out there. Um. So, yeah. But yeah. Tristan Stevens. Pure Longhorn legend after game three, for sure. Yeah, he kind of, so, you know, beginning of the season last year, he was kind of that, almost kind of how Pete does, the methodical, you know, get ground ball outs, you know, get pop flies, move whatever. So, but once he's moved to the pin, I mean, back to the pin, I guess, he kind of developed that, you know, the electric factory, Tristan Stevens, with the swagger and the arms swinging down and all that. And this was the first time, like, like, like the Hulk and, and, Bruce Banner moved together, right? It was like we saw the best of both worlds where he yeah. was able to kind of harness that energy and, you know, go six innings. And it was – if this is – if we can get Tristan Stevens to pitch like this in Omaha, watch out, dude, because, you know, we'll get to that later. But he gives us that – back that third arm that we've been, you know, needing big time. But it also shows he has a lot of – do you know how many how many pitches did he throw yesterday? 101. 101, yeah. So he threw like 23, 24, 25 pitches before that and then come back and, you know. And the it had a warm-up twice. Yeah, warm-up warm twice. twice. So. Yeah, dude. I mean, if that arm is that on fire like that, just ride it, man. Just ride it. And, you know, anytime, like, the we shouldn't score seven runs and lose a ball game, right, in the first one. Yeah. Texas never. And then, you know, it's just I'm – so happy for Tristan. I'm glad, you know, just kind of his roller coaster of a season. Yeah, looking at his numbers, he was six and six, and it's just kind of shocking for, you know, a pitcher that caliber of, of for someone like the caliber of Tristan Stevens came back. Like I told you, you know, came back. And there's not a lot of people I'd want, except for probably Pete or Gordon on the bump instead of him. He mm. forego he forego the draft, came back. He's a senior. He has that swagger. He can pitch smart if he's when he's locating and. Um, yeah, and you can tell he was gassed kind of in that the last stretch where his fastball was hanging around 88, 87 miles an hour. But yeah. he was able to, you know, place the ball and make good pitches and do what he needed to do. So did they announce a, a MVP for the series? I have not seen one. I don't, I don't think I saw either. I think I'd probably have to give it to a Messenger. I yeah. Think, just because he was, you know, all the way around. But, you know, if there's a second one, I'm giving it to Tristan. Yeah, for sure. I think, um, yeah, for sure. Messenger hitting and just in pitching. Um, so, yeah, like, so that what happened, so thing, the cra- crazy thing that happened before a game was that Tennessee went down. <laughs> and so our first game against the College World Series is going to be against Notre Dame. So on our side of the bracket, we have Notre Dame, Texas, Texas A&M, and OU. You arguably you could say you have two of the most notable uh, logos in the nation globally, honestly, in Notre Dame and Texas, and then you have two of our biggest rivals in A&M and Oklahoma all on our side. So 
this side of the bracket is going to be crazy. It's going to be crazy. Like, there's going to be so many people throwing horns down. Everybody's going to hate on tech. It's going to be like three versus one, honestly, mm-hmm. on this side. Um, so we'll see what happens. But let's And see. even on the other side, you, know, you got Arkansas waiting. So can you imagine, like, if Texas were able to get to the championship series and just to go against Arkansas, who – honestly might hate us more than Oklahoma and A&M. Like, I didn't know if that was possible, but Arkansas, like I've said during football season, Arkansas hates us more than they love themselves. So, yeah, yeah potentially you know, on that side waiting too. But, yeah, it's uh, the storylines are definitely there, man. These writers won't have to work very hard to find storylines or, you know, headlines that kind of pump up this series. Yeah, and – Yes, oh, that's crazy. It's gonna be crazy for Ottawa series because you have the number two and number three teams both in a game game three today to, um, to see who goes there. So you know you possibly could have one, two, three, and four out. Um, and yeah, it could be a crazy College World Series. Uh, we don't actually know what time we play Notre Dame yet. We probably won't find that out until tomorrow. Um, so yeah, hopefully. You know, Pete and Lucas can come back and get be back on their A games because they they definitely were off um, off of their games. But I'm I'm glad that we didn't have to use Pete game three. We're mm-hmm. able we were able to get through without using them. So uh, to me, that's a good thing. And we also, have- every time Pete and uh, Lucas have had like I don't want to say bad, but down starts, they've always just bounced back harder. The next start, it's like you know a lot better so um hopefully that's a sign of things to come but yeah man sitting on our our thumbs right now waiting so we you know hear uh what time we play on friday yeah um so um let's see all right so yeah so we'll have two one more or we'll have a week and a half left of college baseball um world series hopefully that ends in another championship um, it's going to be a tough road. A&M, A&M and Oklahoma are pretty hot right now. I'm like, you know, I'm not going to lie. They're, they're both really, they both are really good. Um, so it's just going to be a tough, um, a tough game or this side of the bracket is pretty good. You know, you have Notre Dame beat Tennessee and then A&M, Oklahoma are pretty hot. So uh, we'll yeah. see. Yeah. I think, but you know, with Pete on the mound, I mean, we'll get to our predictions later so yeah once we yeah so um so we have track and so track and field over the weekend they were finished runner up in the national championships i know we had on the men's side we had the guy won um the national championship and the women's four by one won the, the one their heat or and or national championship in that but as a team they finished runner up which is great you know uh it's just great for the programs. Uh, and then which led for Texas to win the second director's cup in a row, um, which is all sports combined and representing the best sports program in college. So Texas won its second, second director's cup in a row now. Um, and kind of looking like we might not give that back for a while with the way our programs are um our teams are performing and how we think our primary teams will start winning more you know yeah stanford held that thing on they won they 25 consecutive seasons 
from 1995 to 2019. Um, yeah, so and then they had a runner-up finish to North Carolina in 1994. So yeah, they Stanford grabbed that thing and held on to it for a while. But hopefully, you know, like you said, we hold on to it and don't give it back. Once you know, baseball. I mean, once basketball, football, kind of get back to where they need to be. Um, watch out. Yeah, that's for sure. Um, so let's see. Um, all right, so I have a couple of light tire questions. Um, I'll go. I'll go first if you want, if you don't mind. Um, yeah. yeah. Go ahead. So this team will win the College World Series. Man, this is a tough one. I'm gonna go light the tower just. Because, right? Because when you get to Omaha, anything can happen. You know, we got a couple of great pitchers. We showed the ability to fight back from any situation all year long, honestly. And, um, yeah, I think we, we beat Oklahoma two out of three during the regular season. Yeah, we lost to them on, in the uh, Big 12 tournament, but that was on, you know, tired arms. We just kind of had to piece together a game. And, honestly, it wasn't for one bad inning. Uh, or I don't want to say bad inning on Staley. One bad they should have pulled him earlier than that, you know, where it's, a, we, who knows how that game goes. So, yeah. um, A&M, we, you know, played a midweek, they threw a weekend guy. Um, I'm going to say they like the tower for sure. You know, Texas has been there 38 times over half the time, half of the existence of the college world series, uh, you know, it's the university of Texas in Omaha. So yeah, I'm going to go like the tower. Yeah. I, I think this team just seems to have something on its side. Um, losing Tanner in the beginning and having the struggles, man, that was not good. Yeah, losing, we lost Kennedy for months. We lost Todd for months. And yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but like so going through this regional, like you know, get you know, we didn't. I don't want to say the toughest regional, but you know, we we play against someone that we've played against this whole against before in Air Force, and knowing how they can hit, kind of shut them down. Um, you get this law tech team that everybody's kind of picking to win division. We shut them down. Um, and then we shut down Arizona air force again. And then we go into ECU, one of what people were saying, one of the most hostile environments with the jungle, which, you know, I can see it, you know, they're leaning over the outfield fence. They had megaphones last game, last night. I, I can see how it could be loud and, uh, annoying. Uh, and then we drop a game one. We do something that hasn't happened in 20, you know, only happened 20% of the time. We come back and win games two and win game three. There's just something about this team that seems special. So, yeah, I, I agree. I think I definitely agree. This team has it in them to win the College World Series, especially with Tennessee being out. But that leads, leads me to my second question. Tennessee pissed off the baseball gods, which is why they didn't make the College World Series. I'm like the tower there, man. It was good fucking hilarious and i'm happy it happened you know flipping off players and slamming bats and on twitter i even saw them made up it wasn't them but it was like one of their you know more prominent fans it was like we're tennessee we're classless we're proud or something and it's yeah. the guy slamming the bat down i'm like dude you, you don't i don't care how good you think you are this is baseball right anything can happen the wind can be blowing out the your pitcher can be off like there's so many ways to lose like you can't approach the game that way and it's you know it's it's bad for the sport man this is college baseball at the end of the day they're all kids they all represent our universities and yes lights tower fuck tennessee yeah tennessee definitely uh i think they didn't mess with the baseball gods with flipping off the outfield their their head coach being a little fiery and getting ejected from games in the beginning they're 
their one of their better players call, telling the up he sucks and he's horrible getting thrown out and can't believe he got thrown out for cussing out and up. Yeah, I think I think they dabbled a little bit too much in the with the baseball gods and they got punished and I'm not gonna take anything away from Notre Dame. They did what they had to do. They come out hit, but maybe there's a little there's a little divine Notre Dame power with them. You know, the Catholics were all mad and got a little help from uh, <laughs> from above. So. For sure. Okay, I got uh, I got two for you. <laughs> Okay, so uh, like the Tower, the College World Series is a better playoff atmosphere slash format than the NCAA tournament. Like, which one do you enjoy better? The NCAA basketball tournament, I'm sorry. Um, I would say, okay, so there's two different answers for me. To me, if my team's involved, um, I would go the College World Series. If my team's not involved... I would choose the March Madness just to see and watch all the Cinderella teams upset. But it's, it's Texas is involved in it. It's definitely a College World Series. Um, everybody's playing the same place. There's no difference with anything, you know. So, yeah, I definitely think it's College World Series. But, like, I, I do enjoy watching all of March Madness and watching the Cinderellas and stuff like that. But, yeah, I definitely I'll say College World Series for sure. Yeah, me too. And I like, you know, we, usually we host a regional, host a super, you know, being able to make some of those games and kind of check out that atmosphere. It's compl- it's crazy. You know, down the the third baseline outside the gate, they have tents for days and it's pretty cool seeing all the next players. Uh, basketball's cool too, but um, I'm definitely going to have to pick, you know, the College World Series just, you know, with personal bias. The second yeah. one is uh, Texas A&M and Oklahoma play this week or this first round of the college world series like the tower they'll you'll they'll still find a way to make it about texas and you'll still see horns down in the stands all around that place oh for sure no no yeah there's gonna be horns down everywhere the whole whole that's just gonna be the omaha hansen hand sign of the year this year (laughs) um like you said you have arkansas on the other side um you know, we're still waiting with Stanford and Oregon State or Auburn and UConn. Um, and then I don't remember who the guy is, who their team is over there. But, yeah, it's definitely the horns down. Ole is gonna Miss. Be, Ole Miss, yeah. Yeah. That's another hot team. Ole Miss is going to be real yeah. hot. So, yeah, the hand sign for Omaha is going to be horns down. Um, no matter if we're up by 11, up by 10 or whatever, you're – we're still gonna get horns down, and even if we're not playing, y'all, we're gonna get horns down. So it's mm-hmm. just it's gonna be fun to watch. Yeah, I'm kind of dreading social media during this time. Not dreading it, but it's just so annoying, man. It's, you know, hearing the chirping and stuff, and it's not warranted. You know, Texas has been there 38 times, 88 wins overall. You know, all my Aggie friends are you know pumping their chest and stuff. You know, they got there first. Okay, cool. Y'all have two wins all time. You know, ever in the history of the thing, Texas won more games last year alone in their college world series run than your program has had all time ivan melendez has more home runs in omaha by himself than you have wins as a program all time i need to i need to hit up kyle umling to kind of hit us with some aggie facts you know to 
to use as a uh, as fire but yeah it's gonna be super annoying man I, i'm looking forward to the college series but i'm like dude i might just listen to the radio broadcast i have to see all the dumb shit going on over there um so who are you rooting for a versus oklahoma man i was gonna try to get us like make a graphic reach out to some of our friends and make some picks and stuff like that but um i'm going to i'm gonna ride with oklahoma just because I, nothing will make me happier if besides beating one of those two nothing will make me happier than a&m losing again in the first round and kind of continuing that bad mojo yeah i, I think it's going to be uh i think oklahoma's hot i know a&m is pretty hot too but they they kind of escaped louisville series um cut like i think louisville could have won one of those two games and made it a game three but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I I think Oklahoma Oklahoma is, is really hot with batting, and like their ace is pretty good. So let's see. Um, I know we get Notre Dame first. Hopefully we can pull a win off of that, and we'll play the winner of that. You know, I definitely would make me happier to play A and M in the College World Series and beat them. So yeah, it would definitely make me happier. But if you're if I'm making a bet. I'd probably go with – I'd rather play Oklahoma. One, they won't have their ace, you know, going. He'll probably pitch against A&M. Two, we won't be playing them in Fort Worth again for, like, the fourth time of the season. We played yeah. that, that away series over there, and then we played them in the Big 12 Championship game again over there. So, you know, it's finally we get away from that Fort Worth, that dead air dome. So – yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll take our chances playing a team, you know, that we're technically, what, 500 with on the season. Um, and then A&M, they're just scrappy, man, and I just don't feel like dealing with their people's shit. Because even they're delusional Twitter fans, man. Like, even if they lose, you know, they're still going to find a way to – Talk about uh, the midweek. Yeah, you know, talk about the midweek and stuff like that. And, yeah, fuck A&M, man. I, I don't, I'm not looking forward to playing those guys. Not that I'm scared. It's just so annoying. It's, like, not even worth it. Like I try to stay pretty even keel and level headed on Twitter and, and Facebook and stuff, but they just they push my buttons, man. Yeah, so yeah, I you know, and you gotta think like this team was just in Omaha last year. It's mm-hmm. pretty it's pretty much the same team. The only minus tie. We have some yeah. new relievers, but you know, yeah. Antico was a big one, Antico yeah. center field and you know, uh Cam Williams at third base, but I mean, I can't. Antico was really, really, really good. I think he's probably the MVP of that team last year, but it's not like it's a big step down, you know. To like, Hodo. We, yeah, to Hodo. We replaced him. Hodo played last year too, you know. Yeah. Kennedy is great. Uh, Dylan Campbell's swinging a hot bat. Like, I mean, I think I don't even. I don't even think Antico had 15 home runs last year, maybe. So it's not like it's a big gap there. Third base, Messenger, Cam Williams. Give me that all day, right? You know, yeah. uh, first base, Melendez is there now. I, defensive, uh, I think defensively about the same. Offensively, light years better, right? Like, it's it's pretty Staley's, much that same. T- yeah, and yeah. Staley is doing what Melendez oh. did last year. Yeah, yeah for sure. So. Yeah. And, yeah, uh, it's, so, yeah. It's, yeah. Depth, pitching depth, bullpen will be – the reason if we lose the reason we lose right it's like yeah. we've been you know it, it, we have nine lives and like we're like on eight right so like can we can we navigate this a little bit you know once we get on tired arms how does that go the championship series you know three game series again um 
you know, it's hopefully Coach Pierce and Sean Allen are over here playing chess with arms and kind of figuring it out. And uh, hopefully, love you, Aaron, but hopefully Nick Link can figure some stuff out, man, because, you know, going into this third game, I was like, Faltini, Ardwan, the only two guys that need to get it going, right? Mitch has kind of, you know, been designated to the bench right now. He's just, you can't start him over anybody, Mitchell Daly. But yeah. it's like I needed Ardwan and Faltini to get going, and they both – Faltini, you know, it was a single, he has a double game two, single home run. You know, Ardwan came back with that homer. Um, yeah, that's, nah, that's, that's yeah, if it's like kind of all things rolling right now, you know, that's watch out because our offense is good enough to, our bullpen doesn't need to be that great if our offense is, you know, going full force. But we got to get, you know, six or seven out of our starters. I mean, yeah, that's key. Sure. That's fucking key. And if we can get six or seven on our starts, Southern's been pitching great. Olivares is pitching great. Uh, Luke Harrison hasn't been bad, right? Like Duplantier, if he can get things fixed, man, that kind of puts us in the mix to where maybe you throw Tristan on a Friday or on a game one and then bring him back on the game three to start, kind of like how we did here. It's, it gives you leverage, right, where you're not kind of just handcuffed to pitching by committee on the third game and then the fourth game is oh, – you know, almost throwing in the towel and just hoping you can score more runs in them. Yeah, so I think it's for a college World series. It's you win if you win three. If you if you stay in the winners bracket, and you win three, you get to the college World series final. Yeah, but and then, then you have a, then it's another three best out of three. Yeah. If that happens, I think if we can stay in the winners bracket, I think it's kind of locked up. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to play in the losers bracket against A and M, Notre Dame, and Oklahoma, right? Try to fight out of that. It's uh, and I, I gotta look at the. I, I don't know the timing of the games and the rest and all that stuff. Um, series bracket. I'm kind of googling it right now. But kind of days are in between everything, and I think there's there's at least a day in between because it's like bracket one or side a goes and side b goes and side a goes and side b goes so i think it's kind of like one at least a day in between it's like a 10 like it's like a whole like 10 days or 12 days yeah i'm just trying to see like yeah how like okay 12 days so yeah so you'd get to get gordon and hansen in there probably twice on short rest yeah if you're like yeah so yeah i mean if if we can if you can get gordon hansen yeah, I mean, I think we're good. We just the bullpen needs to do what they did on Game Three and what they did in the regional. And not even to say they did it terrible on the first two games. I think ECU's offense was just that good and they were that scrappy. And if you're playing that team in a in Dishfalk, does those balls don't leave the yard? Right? Yeah. You know that Hodo thing is it's off your glove. Yeah, but it still stays in the park and um, it's a it's a different. It doesn't even if it's in Dishfalk doesn't even happen because I don't think he. I think yeah. he hears EK and he's and just backs off and let Eric have that ball. So yeah, for sure. Because um, I think what oh, I, Blacksburg is kind of like Dick Schwalk, no, It's a big stadium. It's a big, it big. It plays huge. Yeah, it's uh, with Charles Schwab now, but yeah, it it plays really, really, really big. Like you got to put a like that. I don't know if you remember the Melinda Summer from last year against Mississippi State in the rain. Like you have to put a charge into that ball to yeah. get it out of there. So, yeah, there's not gonna be none of this cheap home runs. Anything that leaves this ballpark is gonna be, it's gonna be earned. So, but you know, we got popping our bat from one to nine. So, yeah, we'll be all right. 
All right, well, so that's what we got for y'all guys. Um, we'll probably um, hopefully get on maybe with a couple other people and find out picks and times and everything like that. Um, but that's what we got for y'all tonight, um, and we'll just talk to y'all next time. Welcome.